This is a Jewish TV channel presentation. Welcome to Talking Point, where controversial subjects are brought into sharp focus. Conversations with JTVC show host Laura Kessler comes up next. You used to need a printing press to publish a book. You used to need a record label to create an album and a big movie studio to make even a small budget film. You used to need a newspaper to publish an opinion and elected legal power to influence policy. And you used to need a PhD to be an influencer. You used to need a big budget to get messaging out to the youth of the next generation through formal channels. And you had to recruit hundreds of warm bodies willing to march in the cold rain to demonstrate you were serious about your convictions. You used to need the full backing of an established nonprofit with a budget in the tens of millions to be considered an effective Jewish advocate. A lot has changed since the digital revolution. As the great Neil Postman prophetically said, technology giveth and taketh away. The internet and social media may have opened up unlimited highways for Jew haters to spread anti-Semitism, hate, and propaganda, but it's also opened up unlimited do-it-yourself pathways for everyday grassroots leadership that can make a genuine difference. And I don't have to tell you, these are options and tools our ancestors never had. Despite the overwhelming despair of rising anti-Semitism levels being eerily reminiscent of 1930s Germany, it's important to remember we are much better equipped than any other generation in history to rise up and meet the challenges of this moment. Thankfully, some are already doing exactly that. By acknowledging the full picture, which more established organizations sometimes turned a blind eye on to appease donors. Small nonprofits like Amcha Initiative, with less than one-third of one percent of the mammoth budget of legacy organizations like ADL and AJC are releasing consequential reports that policymakers and other leaders are citing to make actual policy, earning trust and respect from leaders at every level. Facebook groups are filling in the cracks where administrators and teachers fail to rise up and speak out for their students and where Hillel's and legacy organizations have disappointed. Parents and students have stood up and spoken out even if it meant criticizing a rabbi or a prestigious board member. Jewish citizens have spoken to one another and said, we can do better than this, and we must. And so they have. My two featured guests this month represent the very best of the grassroots world. They may not be household names, but they certainly should be. When one looks at what Amcha Initiative has accomplished, with only 0.3% of ADL's entire budget, one has to wonder how much more they could do if they had more funding, or what Stop BDS on Campus could accomplish if they had twice as many volunteers. There are layers to the grassroots world, of course, and competition just like any other enterprise. But at the most authentic level, in the purest form, there's sincere camaraderie among those who support one another, and put the cause of Jewish survival first, above ego, above money or individual careers, among volunteers who do not live for fundraising and who truly believe it's about the work and the cause and the people. In January, we introduced three academics from Jewish Studies Zionist Network 
who are speaking out against anti-Zionism in the academy, including within their own Jewish studies departments themselves. Jessica Imami discussed her book and research findings on how social media is victimizing our children. Jared Tanney discussed how the Jewish Studies Zionist Network was created to be a watchdog for anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism coming from Jewish Studies departments themselves. And Nihilect explained the shortcomings of Jewish education in America and how it's contributing to the apathy and self-abandonment of young Jews who are actually becoming hostile to Israel and indifferent towards their own ethnic identity. In February, Andrew Pesson discussed how even professors can fall victim to cancel culture just for defending Israel because of toxic groupthink on campus. And Thane Rosenbaum helped us launch the We Need IRA campaign by addressing all the objections people bring up and hitting it out of the ballpark, I might add. And this month, as many Jewish parents and students visit universities to decide where to take the next chapter of their development, Tammy Rossman Benjamin and Naomi Friedman empower them with tools and knowledge to make the best choices possible under any circumstance. But there's more. Something is awakening in the Jewish community. People who hadn't been paying attention are starting to wake up and standing up. Non-Jewish friends who'd been previously unaware of anti-Semitism are starting to show up and speaking out. Even Jewish Democrats and Jewish Republicans who typically disagree and argue about almost everything with domestic issues have started agreeing a little more, at least on anti-Semitism, if nothing else. No, not all, but certainly a little more than usual. Sororities and fraternities like Alpha Epsilon Pi started issuing their own anti-Semitism awareness pamphlets for students and their parents. Even secular sources like Parents Magazine published detailed explainers about anti-Semitism for concerned parents. 39 members of Congress wrote a letter of concern to the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, OCR, about the detrimental impact anti-Semitism has had at many American colleges and universities. There have been marches, petitions, rallies, action alerts, letters, phone calls, and op-eds. As anti-Semitism moved from the fringes to the mainstream, so too has grassroots activism moved from the trenches to a more visibly recognized place in Jewish consciousness. One of the primary goals of the Jewish TV channel is to amplify the voices of talented grassroots activists and disenfranchised voices that have too often been silenced. As we present the third edition of Total Vision, we hope our listeners will begin to see themselves in the story and appreciate how everyday ordinary people like themselves have made choices to be seen and heard and counted, much like the founders of our nation. We also want to say how grateful we are to our listeners from all over the world who have given us encouragement and support in this new domain. As we grow and expand, the best is yet to come. To reclaim a quote that has been tokenized an awful lot lately, if I am not for myself, who will be? If I am not for others, what am I? And if not now, when? It's good to remind ourselves from time to time that we are cut from the same cloth as Tarzan, the Mossad agent, who almost single-handedly helped to liberate Christian Africans and helped South Sudan claim independence. 
and the father of Daniel Fliegler, who found clever ways to rescue Jewish refugees as an Aliyah Bet commander when the British limited how many Jews could escape Nazi Germany to find safety and refuge in the Holy Land. And Chai Cohen, the student senator at UC Berkeley, who courageously played offense instead of defense at possibly the most anti-Semitic campus in America today by proposing they adopt the IRA definition of anti-Semitism amidst a circus of lies, propaganda, and blatant double standards. The next great generation may only be teenagers today, but we all play a role in guiding the future and giving them their best shot. In this new golden age of Jewish grassroots wedded with digital innovation, there's no excuse for remaining ignorant to the storm. Ignorance is a choice. So, let's get educated. I'm Laura Kessler, and this is Total Vision on the Jewish TV channel. Thank you for listening to Talking Point on Jewish TV channel, the voice of Jewish communities worldwide. We look forward to seeing you again.